Hey, Rock Boy, you can't blame me because I, I came on to talk to you guys while Edward was on Sil's show, but he just showed up in the nick of time. So here's Edward, okay, Edward, uh, Rock Boy? And also, yeah, this is for you. Yeah. Hello, hello everyone. And yes, I was on still shows. So that's why I'm a bit late. Uh, welcome to uh, Small Screen Stories. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, we've got this big, this side, this big piece to talk to you about today. That Ray Fisher uh, piece in the Hollywood Reporter. But before that, if you could like and subscribe, that'd be wonderful. If you could hit that um, like button and really get us going, that'd be great as well. Um, so we're gonna. Ashley, self master. That is just for you. If you blame it on me again, Rock Boy, I'm going to ban you. (laughs) Don't piss off the producer. (laughs) Whatever you do, I'm scared of him. (laughs) Stop whining. (laughs) Right. Uh, so yeah, you can follow us every on Small Screen Co. Um, and yeah, let's just get into all of this. Uh, so let's first off, let's go over the comments. Dan Zig says, uh, Edward, you've heard of the saying, couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery, right? Classic Warner Brothers failing upwards. Exactly. Exactly. Great, great uh, English saying there, Dan. Uh, I do know that. And uh, I'm starting a drink, a new drinking game. Every time I hear Warner, a bad Warner Brothers idea, I take a shot. You know what? You'll get drunk very quickly. Uh, I hope you guys are all doing well. Kazax is in the in the chat, of course. He wants some cocaine. Jedi Master EJ is in the chat, so I hope you're doing well as well. Uh, Soul Maka, it was there before, but because I kept on pushing this back, he's probably not here anymore. And uh, hello to Rock Boy. Uh, I hope you're well. I didn't oversleep. I was doing another show, which ran over a bit. And uh, uh, Dan says he misses the clips on Sil's show. Sil's actually starting to bring in some more clips. So he's obviously taken uh, taken some ideas. There you go. There's one of them. Uh, he's taken some ideas from producer James. And uh, Corey is in the chat as well. Hi, Corey. What's up, guys? And Sol Mac is still here. Brilliant. Uh, it's nice. Oh, wait. There's more. There's more. Uh, right. What's going on? What is going on? What's happening? Uh, well, Ray Fisher has been talking a lot about um, basically saying, you know, stuff's going to come out. I'm going to I'm going to release stuff. We're going to we're going to you're going to hear some rather explosive stuff. And today, The Hollywood Reporter released a pretty explosive article. It, uh, it was written by Kim Masters and Kim Masters is uh, she's been in the business for a long time. She regularly writes for The Hollywood Reporter. She's someone that you can trust. She's a brilliant journalist. Um, I really, really like her work, actually. I think she's great. And this was a long chat that she had with um, with Ray Fisher. Now, because I'm a bit, um, I'm going to be a bit uh, short on time today because it is 11 o'clock uh, in, <laughs> at night where I am. Wow. Oh, I know. Wow. These shows do tend to go on and on and on and on. But I, I want to give you the main information out of this article. And that's that really Ray Fisher doesn't believe that people at Warner Brothers are suited for leadership. So specifically, I suppose, at the time, he's talking about three people. Uh, He's really talking about uh, Jeff Johns, uh, John Berg. Um, Joss Whedon is a a key person in this article. I believe he's talking a bit about Walter Hamada and also Toby Emmerich. So I know there's more than three people, but I think the main, main three people in this article that are referenced in this article are John Berg, Jeff Johns, and Joss Whedon. 
And it's pretty well documented that Joss Whedon was a complete and utter asshole on set of, of 2017's uh, Justice League. He was and is the biggest asshole in Hollywood. And uh, the stuff that that happened that that, go, that, that uh, he says in this article is just awful. What no, it's literally um, the the uh, the it was a toxic work environment, it, and that makes it he makes that very clear. And he's not the only one that had problems with Joss Whedon. Everyone on set had problems with Joss Whedon. Jason Momoa had problems with Joss Whedon. Gal Gadot had problems with Joss Whedon, and that was pretty. You know, she she made that pretty obvious. Said that she went to to Toby Emmerich, like straight to Toby Emmerich, to complain about Joss, and then they sorted everything out. Um, so it's honestly, <laughs> sorry, Kazakh says. Oh, <laughs> Kazakh says so today we learned that Joss is actually a good man and not a racist, uh, and a top writer, athlete, director. Yeah, I can I can sense the irony <laughs> there. But honestly, uh, Joss is a complete douchebag. Yes, you're right. Sas I can still still can't say your name. Uh, I am terribly Sassafras. sorry. Sassafras. Yeah, I can't say it quickly. Um, so it's really, it's bad. It's bad. All the stuff that comes out of this article, like a lot of people are asking about this investigation that was done into Warner Brothers and actually specifically uh, Warner Media said that uh, they had taken remedial action against uh, 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 as a result of the investigation against some people, but they haven't actually revealed who. And um and then it's you know all this is all, all this is stuff that we know about that is actually in the article and that's been pretty much public for quite some time now. But I want to get to the stuff that we don't know about. So I want to get to the stuff about the um, here we go. Uh, I should have probably done this before. It's such a long article and I've read it so many times now that it, here we go. So stuff mainly about what happens after Zach left. Uh, so Zach leaves and then um, filming filming started with Joss Whedon and then basically um, like um, Ray Fisher said he had to explain some of the most basic points of what would be offensive to the black community but Joss Whedon didn't want any notes this is something that he made very clear uh, he was not everyone seemed to be tiptoeing around um, Joss Whedon specifically I think what yeah, what it was hey, uh, for just, yeah. just so everyone knows, I, this is the first time hearing about this article, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, it's just get ready up. for a lot of surprise clips. I know. Uh, so basically, uh, they didn't want to piss Joss off. They they thought it was a massive coup having Joss involved in this movie um, because, of course, he came from Marvel. He he directed the two first two Avengers movies. There were massive problems on the second Avengers film uh, on set. Uh, that is well reported as well. But um. Basically, Joss Whedon ended up cutting everything out of uh, uh, Ray Fisher, out of um, uh, Victor Stone's uh, backstory. So he cut out the everything that's in the in the Snyder Cut, basically involving um, involving Cyborg, and uh, so one, that was one of the things that uh, that actually. Um, Ray Fisher had a lot of input with it, with uh, Zack Snyder and Chris Terry when they wrote the, the the original screenplay, and it looked like Joss just wanted to completely throw all of that stuff out. And he apparently sent around an email asking for questions, uh, comments, or fulsome praise. But Fisher says it became clear all he was looking for was fulsome praise. And then he basically, this was after you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, this is after having read the revised script. Uh, he said uh, all he was looking for was fulsome praise. And then uh, trying to strike a, a jocular tone, Fisher responded um, that he mourns the loss of the cyborg material, but was moving on. He said he had notes. Um, he, sorry, he said he had notes 
to avoid issues in terms of representation of the character. But in a call with Whedon, Fisher said he barely started to talk when the filmmaker cut, cut him off and said, it feels like I'm taking notes right now and I don't like taking notes from anybody, not even Robert Downey Jr. Um, and he went on, other sources went on to say that Whedon was similarly dismissive of Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa when they questioned their new lines. Whedon, of course, declined to comment on this piece. Of course he did. Uh, but it's just bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers that anyone would go into a, a project like this, anyone that has a shred of decency, and be like, no, I'm not taking any, I'm not taking any notes. I don't want any notes. Everything I've done is perfect. Um, the ego on this man is, is insane. And uh, I hope he never works again, because if you re read this article in full, it's a long read, but do, uh, because it really does go in it, like, here we go. This is, a, this is a quote that I really do think is, um, is very important here as to how uh, people really see uh, Joss Whedon and at Warner Brothers at the time, they did not want to make him mad. They said, uh, so Jeff Johns turned to, uh, sorry, Fisher turned to Jeff Johns for help. And John said, we can't make Joss mad. And this is, uh, well, I mean, Joss's um, publicist, Howard Berg Bragman, who honestly doesn't come out well out of this, Howard Bragman, uh, denies that John said any of, that, any of that. But we won't go into what the publicist said, because honestly, it's just absolutely horrendous what some, some of the stuff he comes up with. bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Uh, so uh, the, the bottom line is that Joss Whedon wanted to make a more jovial film, one with literally in this article, uh, Ray Fisher said he was told to smile more. You know, someone is literally turned into a robot, uh, loses his mother and father, and then he is told in this story to smile more. Really? And there's a whole bunch of nonsense about the catchphrase booyah, which I'll go into in a second. So... Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, uh, Joss Whedon, the master thespian of our time. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so jo John's told Fisher to play the character um, less like Frankenstein and more like a kind-hearted Quasimodo because that's what you want. That's messed up. Yeah, it's honestly, it's so messed up. This whole do, thing. Uh, do you want to do a lightning catch up with these comments? I'll bring yeah, them up. Get, and then yeah, you let's do, go like, ahead. Let's, seconds of each thought. Let's go ahead. Go on, bring them up. So the most impressive thing in the article was that Whedon <laughs> could quote Hamlet. Now, I did say... Uh, in the in the show with Sill, that I think it's I actually think it's quite offensive that he would quote Hamlet. I don't think uh, Hamlet should be uttered uh, by such a terrible and annoying person as him. He of course did make make much to do about nothing, and he is honestly uh, that couldn't be more apt <laughs> that he made that movie. Uh, Joss Whedon should uh, stay blacklisted from Hollywood and shouldn't be allowed near a film set ever again. I completely agree with you, Ranish. Uh, I I, uh, I think he's yeah I think he's done after this article I think he's done I think he was pretty much already done he was uh, he had, did get a Batgirl after doing uh, Justice League he got fired from that and then he got fired from his HBO show The Nevers so you know people know now what he's really like so yeah I'm pretty sure he's not going to work again would you um, say he got gunned he did get. <laughs> and uh, what well, uh, justice? Justice served. <laughs> such a bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very good, Corey. Uh, what else do we have? We have uh, that James guys. No, no worries. Um, sorry, made something for you. I think Still and Mikey are coming onto the stream. Mikey has a scoop for small screen. Uh, well, uh, James, if you could organize that, let's uh, let, let's get them in. Yeah, I did ask him. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what's yeah. going on. We can we can talk to them. Uh, Kazakhs just laughs. You know, I hope Kazakhs just sits there laughing at this show uh, constantly. Uh, 
and uh, <laughs> and people love the clips. Of course, people love the clips. That's why we've got uh, the producer involved. He's a brilliant producer and is very good at clips. Uh, why Joss uh, Joss Whedon was kicked off, kicked out of Marvel Studios? Yeah, he basically was. He basically was kicked out of Marvel Studios. Um, a lot of it was he claimed that it was because. Um, uh, what, he wasn't allowed to do what he did wanted to do. There was no creative freedom for him. Blah blah blah. Yeah, cry me a river, Joss. Um, honestly, uh, they they were trying to build a a big multi like a, a, a they they were trying to build a franchise, and he wasn't really playing ball. Uh, John McIntyre says Joss uh, Joss Sweden is a sh- is a Shakespeare Karen. <laughs> Oh man, that's so good. <laughs> yes, he is. He is a Karen. He he, he really is a Shakespeare Karen. Uh, what else do we have? Kazakh's just uh, laughing, of course. Uh, laughing to John McIntyre. Uh, the Warner Brothers execs are idiots for hiring that fat country creep. You are right. You are you are right. Uh, I love I love some of the words you guys use in this. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. Got some great comments. Uh, what's an ass? Put straight to the point. Uh, Whedon is a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Whedon has always been overrated. The man is not Christopher Nolan, never will be. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Let's say that. Um, and then do we have some some other other ones, James, that you want to bring up? Uh, at the moment, he's not bringing up anything. Uh, here we go. Uh, the up down seven. Uh, let's be real. An actor with no credits or clout giving notes on a, on a Hollywood blockbuster is not going to be well received. That's how the business works. Okay, right. But what about um, three white men deciding what to do with a black character? You know, there, there there is something to be said there. And the fact that Zack Snyder, uh, Zack Snyder, and Chris Terrio, Chris Terrio, who has written many, many. Um, uh, pretty good movies, and one, one, uh, I think uh, Oscar-nominated film actually, and uh, was the Ben Affleck film he did. Yeah. So, and they they went specifically to to Ray Fisher to ask him um, to Argo. Yeah, it was Argo. Yeah, uh, to ask him for um, for input on the character. You know that that's that's what. And at this with Joss Whedon is all about input on the character and everything that Joss Whedon brought in to that movie let's be honest the up down seven was shit and uh, and I really do say I don't usually swear that much apparently I swear quite well but it was a it was a pile of crap yeah like I, I've, I've recommended this video before but do go when you have the time go over to Red Letter Media and look, watch their um, review of Zack Snyder's Justice League they do a kind of comparison between um, the scenes added in Justice League and uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. And it is absolutely insane. The jokes are terrible. The ones that Joss Whedon brought in are terrible. He, he won't work again. He won't work again in Hollywood. It uh, looks like Warner Brothers gave the keys to James Gunn the same way they did with Whedon, both weirdos. Mm, I don't think James Gunn is going to be working with Warner Brothers again, actually. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I presume you're talking about James Gunn's... Uh, tweets early on in his career yeah they're pretty weird i'm gonna say they're really weird uh don't make joss angry you wouldn't like him when he's angry yeah he'll, he'll go all reds and <laughs> get even fatter um cyborg in the justice league nightmare scene did have an air of quasimodo though wonder if it was done on purpose yeah maybe maybe uh people in the comments not liking uh, james gunn uh, apparently the fact that jeff johns is a non-filmmaking guy got into warner brothers is astonishing yeah he's a comic book writer that's that's what he did he, he wrote comic books and then um has written a couple of scripts and actually again is one of the reasons why uh, suicide squad 
the tone of Suicide Squad was changed, and why we never we've never seen uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, Sil Show is done. <laughs> hey, why can't you do a, why can't I do a super chat here? Subscribe, I, just yeah, subscribe, Sax God. Everyone, subscribe. Get us to a thousand subs, and then you'll yeah, be yeah. You got to subscribe. So the only way we can get super chats, start getting super chats, is, is if we get over a thousand subscribers. We are getting there. We are working towards it. Uh, DLW, what's up, Edward? Uh, what's up to you? Uh, <laughs> I'm here strictly for James interrupting. Sorry, Edward. I saw that. Uh... Do request. <laughs> I did see that over on uh, early on. Sorry, uh, I want to give Edward money because I love small screen. That's very nice. The sax god. I saw you on Silstream earlier commenting thank you very much that's very kind and he does also say i love james gunn so that's good um i, I do love james gunn as well i think he's a really good did we uh, just become best friends yep yeah we did uh and what else the quasimodo thing is stupid it's not offensive it's a comic book writer trying to explain direction to an inexperienced actor the whole interaction is suspect now i get that there are people that don't really care for ray fisher but let's honestly let's be honest here asking someone to play Literally, the character is called Victor Stone, like Victor, you know, Frankenstein. Um, and um, it makes more sense to play him more like Frankenstein's monster than, than a kind-hearted Quasimodo. If you take in the story aspect of this, um, and, and, and I, do, I do think that's important to take into account. Uh, and I, get, I understand why people want to question Ray Fisher. I do. Because uh, the way it's been done is it's a lot of information here and there. And I will, I will give that to you. It, I, I honestly think he did go about it probably in the wrong way. But then again, I do wonder how much he was really allowed to say. And what you have to remember here is he is literally nuking his own career by going against Warner Brothers the way he is. So I don't think anyone in that position... It's literally your first major role in a blockbuster. If you didn't feel that strongly that you were wronged, you would not do this. Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa are in completely different situations um, uh, to, to him because they are, unfortunately, I mean, they are bigger stars than he is. And they, yeah. and, and they will probably um, be listened to more by uh, executives like Toby Emmerich. It sounds to me like Toby Emmerich didn't really give um ray fisher the time of the time nor day you know and uh that's a bit of that's a bit of a shame really it's it's, it's a bit of a shame do you uh, so do you think we'll hear stories about this uh, about his time on the avengers i think eventually we will eventually uh, people will start to come out and actually reveal what it was really like working with joss whedon i think i, I don't know maybe i dreamt it but i think uh chris hemsworth actually already said something about working with joss whedon like he wouldn't want to work with him again or something along those lines. I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote me on that. But I'm. I, I think someone might have already said something about him. Maybe kind of. <laughs> DLW is just laughing. That's good. Uh, yeah, it was Argo. Argo. Everyone's saying. I, I remembered it was Argo. He won the Academy Award. Yes, he did. And DC Talk with Extended is here. What's up, Edward and James? That's nice. What's up, Edward and James? Because it is. A, it is a joint effort. This show. And uh, and I really do have to give props to James for waking up and uh, and producing the show. <laughs> give me props for waking up that's like the least amount of work i can dude, do dude honestly i didn't i didn't wake up in time for the previous not the last one but the one before the super team megaforce <laughs> i did sleep through the beginning of that so uh, you know it's it's a thing having to wake up for it <laughs> <laughs> welcome to super team megaforce i am not edward lauder <laughs> exactly what exactly. did you want to say about the 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 bottom of the 
article you said yeah so basically i, I think the main, the yeah the, the main the main thing about this article that, that you should take away from it is there are two things there's the fact that joss whedon is terrible uh but there's also this line i don't believe uh, i'll i think you can see i hope you can see it uh, so this last paragraph i don't believe some of these people are fit for positions of leadership uh, says fisher who explains he's not looking for anyone to be fired. I don't want them excommunicated from Hollywood, but I don't think they should be in charge of the hiring and firing of other people. Fisher knows he's not getting, going to win that battle, but he feels a point um, has been made. If I, if I can't get accountability, he says, at least I can make people aware of who they're dealing with. And honestly, the, the, I mean, at least I can make people aware of who they're dealing with and these people aren't fit for leadership. That is massive. That, that is a big thing to say. So I suppose he is talking um, mainly about people like Toby Emmerich, Jeff Johns, uh, Walter Hamada. He doesn't mention Ansanov in this article. Uh, Ansanov isn't mentioned. But Ansanov was the one that, that spoke to Variety and basically put an end to uh, the Snyderverse and also said that uh, Ray, uh, that Ray Fisher was offered a role in in Cyborg and in, in um, the Flash as Cyborg, but apparently uh, that that's kind of a bit weird. Uh, he said before things had gone sour, Fisher was expected to play a supporting role as Cyborg in the planned uh, movie The Flash. In June 2020, Fisher said uh, says he has a call with director Andy Muschietti that seemed positive, but the discussion hits a snag when Warner's framed a two-week shoot as a cameo, offering only a fraction of what Fisher says he should have been paid for reappearing as Cyborg. By late, sept like late September, he was upset by press reports that he was demanding to, uh, to double his pay. So basically, they offered him a cameo role, and then they offered him a fraction of the price that he was originally offered. So that's not really offering him a role in the movie. That's just saying, well, let's appease you and let you have a cameo in the movie. Really? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> yes, it is that. What are you talking about, man? Uh, no, but that, that's what happened. So, and um, that this goes back to the Ansanoff interview in Variety where she says, no, 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 Ray, uh, Walter Hamada did offer Ray uh, a part in, in The Flash. He, he offered him a bit part in a movie that was originally billed as a Flash and Cyborg team-up film, let's be honest. And it's what Marvel does all the time. They always bring in other uh, characters from the MCU into these movies. It looked like they were going to do the same thing with The Flash. And then all this went sour with uh, Ray Fisher, and then he ended up getting a cameo role, a two-week shoot as a cameo. So a two-week shoot actually is not, it's not an, you know, it's actually quite a long time to be shooting a blockbuster really like it's not it doesn't seem like that long but usually you'll be shooting it for a couple of months but two weeks is is, is a bit more than a cameo a cameo is like a couple of days like a two week shoot is uh well that'll be 14 days maybe what take off uh four for the weekend so yeah 10 days of shooting it's not nothing you know and it should be a bit more than a cameo it should be a, a you know a well i suppose um <laughs> a guest appearance as a cameo but you know a supporting role at the least uh, I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. All right, let's do a quick lightning round catch up okay. again before Mikey drops in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, on, go ahead. What, what, what are the questions or the comments? I love James Gunn. We all love James Gunn. I think. I think a lot of people love James. No, Gunn. Love James Gunn. <laughs> oh, James Gunn. <laughs> I don't know who James Gunn is. Uh, James Gunn rocks. Yeah, unless you get gunned. Um, the the bearded peanut Joss Whedon. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, Joss Whedon, the moron 
the day, I think the moron of the year, moron of the decade, more like. Uh, DLW is already subscribed. Thank you very much for hitting that subscribe button. And the Sax God is subscribed. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And Kazax is just spending this whole stream laughing, man. Honestly, that's great. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, he deserves Kazax. a cocainium. Uh, he deserves a cocainium going. Are you going to do it? Are you, <laughs> you can't find the clue. <laughs> Cocaine them. Uh, what else do we have? How do you think AT&T are going to react to this expose? Will there be any real consequences at Warner Brother, uh, Warner Media slash Warner Brothers? Honestly, I, the first thing I think is going to happen is that um, I think someone will leave. Uh, and I think the first person on that list will probably be Walter Hamada in the sense that I don't think they're, going to, they're not going to extend his contract in 2023. Um, at least I don't think they will. Uh, I don't think Ansanoff will leave. Toby Emmerich was involved in all of this, really, so really he should be leaving. But then again, they don't really have anyone to take his place at the moment. Wish I held on to a little piece of that thing because the buzz is any indicator. That movie's going to make some huge bank. What buzz? The internet buzz. What the fuck is the internet? The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Yeah, that, that's literally, uh, that's a real clip from inside of Warner Media with uh, Ben Affleck trying to explain to Anne Son of and Walter, Walter Amada what the internet is. Uh, yeah, um, it's not. Uh, he's been the victim of a smear campaign by Warner Brothers. Uh, so yeah, Ray Fisher, I, I think you're you're talking about. Yes, he really has. Uh, Walter, the fake Feige, Hamada, and Mr. Justice. <laughs> yeah, you are right. Um, who else do we have in the comments? Uh, subscribe to Small Screen because they have Arnie clips and Arnie is in Total Recall. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> if you could... You're fired. You could subscribe to Small Screen because you like me as well, guys, you know? <laughs> Uh, what, what else do we have uh, in the cup? It's showtime. Uh, Warner Brothers and the moron Toby Emmerich. Yeah, you guys don't like these guys. Ed had a Ed had a dream, almost like a premonition. <laughs> oh man, you you guys are hilarious. Seriously, is this show going to just be going through the clips? So Warner Brothers hired Joss after he was fired from Marvel. Well, he wasn't technically fired. That's the thing. He made two very, very uh, successful films for Marvel. And uh, Warner Brothers are obsessed, literally obsessed with being their DCEU being more like the MCU. So they literally brought in the person that they thought would, would help them do that. That was uh, everything they were trying to do. Can uh, I take this one? Yeah, go on. All right. Sax God says, I keep saying it's telling when Avengers and other Marvel actors came to James Gunn defense, but didn't come to Joss Whedon defense. Totally, well, I yeah. can't speak for uh, Disney or anything, but um, I think James Gunn, he addressed what he did. And uh, I'm not condoning any of his actions, but this is just from my observation. He addressed what he did uh, numerous times before it hit the media. And uh, so Disney quietly said, okay, we're going to fire you. We're going to wait for the Fox merger to go through so we yeah. can acquire Fox. And then once we acquire Fox and nothing ruffles those that, that those feathers, then we can hire you back. And I think that was the deal. And in the meantime, he went to go play in WB's. Uh, yeah, in the sandbox. WB sandbox. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. Uh, uh, Thanks, Rock Boy. Oh, seriously, James, you're just bringing up comments about yourself, man. <laughs> Do you remember last show? You were ignoring all the comments unless it said uh, your name in it. No, no, I wasn't. That's a lie. You lie. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> 
Oh, do I have to? No. Uh, Sir so Edward is like bat thirst. <laughs> hey, Mikey. Uh, uh, Mikey's here. How are you doing, Mikey? I just want to say that I subscribed to small screen because I want to see I want to see Edward in his Captain Britain costume. <laughs> oh man! But uh, you know what I want? Uh, Samad Samad's a good friend of mine. He wants me to release the small screen cut. Man, I hope that, that, that this is the small screen cut. Samad's there's no the, the, I do have a producer involved, but he seems to be okay with everything I do. Uh, no. Dude, I'm the Joss Whedon of this of this shit. <laughs> nope. You do what I say, man. But where is the Simon cut? I want to see the Simon the Simon cut. <laughs> but I cook it down. Right. Well, I suppose. I mean, I've been going through this article uh, now. It feels like I've been going through it for hours, which I think I have actually. You probably uh, have. I yeah, think you I have. Did. <laughs> Uh, so there's a lot of stuff in this article. Uh, go and read it. I'm going to remove the article from here, though, because it's taking up all our <laughs> lovely faces or whatever. The, 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 there's only my face. Um, I'm, just, I'm just here with Supergirl, that's all. <laughs> and Kazakh's like, Ed B, I, I swear this is my <laughs> Yeah, no, it's the James cut. Oh, yes. Mikey, how are you doing, Mikey? We, we were talking earlier on yes. Source Show. Been busy all day ever since this article hit this morning. Yeah, I had all these text messages. I'm like, man, I haven't even eaten breakfast yet, you know. And Sil's like, where do you think of the article? <laughs> what? I haven't eaten breakfast yet, you know. But Mikey! <laughs> so much craziness going on. And while you were talking, I got some text messages again. I'm like, oh my god, this is oh, never man, ending. They're still texting you. Let, yeah, let's you give know, the context of this because you know it's Warner Brothers, man. It is. Yeah. I was talking to a guy today, and he said, you know, I really, I really wish I was working for Lucasfilm instead. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, I, I, I know people. I know people that have done exactly that. <laughs> so, that's so, yeah. that's actually a true story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I I will give context to the stories that you were you were talking to someone at Warner Brothers the other the other well earlier today. Yeah. And they told you not to go on Sill Show. Uh, yeah, told me not to I, go on there and and discuss what. Actually, and after you left, I I dropped something else. Um, yeah. When after the New Gods was canceled, which the announcement came while Sil and I were live on the air, and it took both yes. of us off guard. Yes. Um, I filed a report later that night that it was AT and T that made the decision to cut both projects off. Of course they and, did. And and you're a scooper, you know this. So when you, when you talk to people, sometimes they they might ask you to hold off on something or leave yeah. something out, or this one was like, if you can get this out as soon as you can, that would be great. Like, exactly as I say it, I'm like, okay. And it was pretty unusual request. I don't usually hear that, but I forgot all about it because, you know, so much happens during a day now, like, it's all a blur. Like, and then, so, I found out why I was asked to say that, and Walter Hamada wanted to make sure that people knew that this was not his decision to make. Mm. And he couldn't say it to the press or, you know, make a statement about it. 
But if there's any way of getting it out there, that he was not a part of this. First of all, and he, and I do think that moving, <laughs> he didn't want either of them to be canceled. The trench was dear to his heart. Yes, um, of course, yeah. And the new gods again was something that he looked forward to as a big epic billion dollar plus franchise. Yeah. But he was very um he didn't want to have it be related to ac- accusations of racism because of the director involved. Yeah. And he didn't want to get his name to be thrown in the, in the, into the mud like oh, you know, you canceled this film from a, from a from a person of color and you know and tie it in with Ray Fisher. He didn't want it to have anything to do with that. I mean yes part of it part of it is also because he wanted the film to get made anyway. But I was told make sure you stress that it was AT&T's decision. It is true it was their decision to make. Yeah. Um, nothing to do with race. They just felt that from a financial perspective, it makes much more sense to spin off new gods from a property and people are watching right now. <laughs> okay. And you know the Snyder cut, and so instead of like, hey, this is a new dark side. Nothing to do with what you've seen already. Yeah. And and so it was it was, it was just that, but it was really interesting the fact that he was he is very very concerned about a lot of the Ray Fisher. Things are coming out right now. Yeah, I remember you, you were saying that over on Seal Show as well. That yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, part of it. yeah, they're just being really re- reactionary again. So yeah. they're planning out all these uh, all these projects with um, more diverse uh, characters and casts and things like that. And it is it is going to be. I mean, I suppose in the long run it might be a good thing, but it's not mm-hmm. in the sense that it's that they're they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yes, yeah, they really are. What's coming out of that? Yeah. And, and I think people can see right through it, though. That's, that's yeah, 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 they can. I mean, you did say on Seal Show that um, that actually J.J. Uh, Abrams does have a love for the uh, for the version of Superman that he wants to put on the big screen. Yes, he does, yeah. So, th- I mean, I'm pretty sure his um, his reasons for making this movie are pure, I, I hope. Uh, yeah, they'll be full of mystery boxes. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, they, they are definitely pure, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Um, it's just a way that the executives greenlit the project and everything. Yeah. I mean, obviously they they want to get as much of their investment into JJ as possible. Hmm. Um, but what I'm hearing, I, I'm not sure if you were still around when I told Syl this. Um, they feel that JJ is going to be the savior of DC films. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I wasn't there when you said okay. that. I can understand <laughs> that being the case. Yeah. <laughs> What? Hold up. Wait a minute. Show me back. They feel that JJ is the franchise savior of, you know, Star Trek. Well, let's hope they're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and Star Wars. So I just, we'll forget about Into Darkness and we'll forget about Rise of Skywalker, I guess. But. Mm. <laughs> so well, let's let's have a look at the comments. See what yeah, let's. Uh, Edward, you do one, then Mikey, you answer one. So yeah, we'll back uh, and forth. Yeah. So, is AT&T responsible for this riding tide against Warner Brothers? I wouldn't say they're responsible for it. Um, what I'll say is they they aren't helping it um, by by not really saying anything and not exactly. really doing anything. Um, so w- one thing they really need to do is actually re- well take a decision, uh, bring in some people or fire some people, do something. So you're seen as actually being in control of the situation. 
at the moment they don't they, they, they just seem like they're not doing anything and uh, here you go this is for you Mikey so um, Gunn and uh, Russo brothers would have been infinitely better than Whedon if they wanted someone from the MCU to help DC what do you reckon um, here's a you mean in terms of like a, a Kevin Foggy type or well or yeah the director yeah. I think yeah, but I guess Whedon was cheaper <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, who, who knows? I don't think Whedon would have been cheaper than the Russo brothers at that point. Uh, or Gunn, actually. I think Whedon would have been the most expensive one. Yeah, <laughs> no, Russo is super busy. Um, they, yeah. they're, they're super busy with, with projects already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so DC is trying to be Marvel. Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, yeah. Carbon, carbon copying the competition is a bad business. Yes, it is. Uh, Coke aren't trying to be like <laughs> Pepsi. If one of those execs can't make a good uh, business decision... <laughs> What's the point of them? Uh, yeah, honestly, what you, you are. Uh, I love this question. You, you are right. You, I you love are, it. I love it. You, are, you speak sense. You, you write win-win sense. Win-win situations. <laughs> but here's uh, the thing, though. Hamada and Emmerich, they feel they are making good business decisions. Yeah, well, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not, but they, they, this is delusions of grandeur. <laughs> um, I, one, one thing I did want to, I didn't say this about the. Um, um about the article uh so there's a whole bit in the article about booyah about about yeah. um ray fisher's cyborg saying booyah and this is specifically for james because i know you haven't read the article yet um here's what berg says this is john berg uh this is one of the most expensive movies warners has ever made it's literally now one of the ex most expensive superhero movies ever made it's ridiculous they've spent more money on this movie than any other superhero movie um what if the ceo of a if you put all the money together uh what what if the ceo of at&t has a son or a daughter and the son or daughter wants cyborg to say booyah in the movie and we don't take um and uh, sorry and we don't have a take of that i would lose my job <laughs> um yeah so he ended up saying booyah in the movie and that that day it just sounded horrible so this again is for you james um so on the day that he was that he went in to film that scene uh whedon stretched out his arms and said a line from hamlet in a mocking tone speak the speech i pray you as i pronounced it to you fisher replied josh don't i'm just not in the mood as he left uh, the set after saying that one phrase for the cameras uh he says w uh, whedon called out nice work ray what do you think the about hell with you the hell with you the hell you will who the hell are you Perfect reaction, James. <laughs> Honestly, I, I did a whole bit on uh, on Sill's show about how um, the words of, of uh, Shakespeare should never be uh, uttered from a person like Joss Whedon's mouth because uh, uh, he's just not worthy. And um, it's, I agree. It, it does seem as though at the moment, to echo another Shakespeare phrase, uh, now is the winter of AT&T's discontent. Because uh, I don't think AT&T is very happy with what's going on at Warner Media, at we War need to War get like a crowd applauding clip for you just for that. That's what <laughs> yeah, I know my Shakespeare. <laughs> well, you know, it's just much ado about nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, before, but yeah, it really is. And it's just <laughs> ironic that Joss Whedon made that movie, made a version of that film. Uh, so Carl Dawson said, "Subbed again for the third time." Don't know how you did that, but but thank you very much. If you're, if you're subbing and unsubbing and then resubbing again, that's not helping. But if you're subbing three times, then it, have it open on three different um, computers. So we, we get the hits. Uh, Kieran Bug, James is slowly becoming a comedic icon. James, oh, 
<laughs> You're just picking out the ones that make you look good, man. <laughs> yeah. AT&T is not pleased, but they're not going to be helicopter parents in public. So. No, they don't really want to be too involved, and they're hoping that Warner Brothers can solve this out themselves. Uh, Tim Tapp is in the comments. Uh, it says they need to focus on getting their infrastructure in order, tell good, honest stories, what the PR will the PR will sort itself out. You are right, but then again, the PR over at Warner Brothers is terrible. Like They, have, <laughs> they seem to have really poor PR people involved. That's why one of my articles on uh, Inside uh, uh, the Chaos at Warner Media, I put PR experts in quotation marks because they are not experts in PR. They're experts in just promoting disaster. Um, so will this article have any effect on Warner Brothers? So the, the Hollywood Reporter one, uh, I hope it does. Uh, I really hope it does. I don't know if it will. What do you think, Mikey? Oh, well, I'll, you know, we were discussing this earlier. Um, Walter Hamada has no future at DC Films. Um, yeah. It's a question of when. Um, it's rather than when than if, yeah. Yeah, it's more than which, which is more, yeah, exactly, it's more of a when. Um, he's got really, and really, what has he proven himself with so far? I mm. mean, he didn't want Joker to get made, so. No, he didn't. And uh, they, they, I mean, <laughs> that's well documented that they deliberately yeah. gave Todd Phillips uh, a very low budget because they thought he wouldn't yeah. be able to make it for that much. He just kind of stumbled on it, he got lucky, and. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they lucked into most things, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. Well, you look at yeah. Birds of Prey and, and, yeah. and Wonder Woman 84 was not well received. No. Um, well, I think I personally thought Birds of Prey was all right. I thought it was fine as, as a comic book film. I thought Suicide Squad was awful. That like, was terrible. That was, yeah, yeah. that was a genuinely terrible film. If you're going to compare Suicide Squad uh, to Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey is a much better film. <laughs> well, that I agree with you there. And, and you know, really... My issues with the film are just the fact that it's not really the comic book. I mean, as, yeah. if I look at it as a film by itself, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but just from a, a, a fanboy perspective, um, you know, I just feel that um, it just wasn't that. Like, why should I expect faithfulness to roots in DC films anyway? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Seriously. Uh, who, who else do we have? Um the, well, I don't know what that means, Argus, but thank you for commenting. And <laughs> thank you for bringing that up, James. Uh, Mikey gives me hope. Uh, we're, we're, we still get an hour, man, right? Yeah, we're getting our man. Uh, our man's probably still happening, apparently, at the moment. I bet you, like, in a month or two, we'll hear that that's been cancelled as well. Um, uh, Tutelani. Uh, says, I hope I said that right. Uh, Jason Keeler is known for firing people. What's his whole view? on this he must be pissed uh, I think he's pissed yes you're right actually he is known for firing a lot of people uh, whether or not he'll fire any of the executives I don't know I, I think it's more they'll just let their contracts run out um, I think someone earlier said that Zack Snyder should um, should be put in charge uh, and I, I think that's an option I don't think they'll do it uh, the idea of having uh, Jim Lee and, uh, and Zack Snyder at the top uh, and really doing everything DC films related to me sounds much better and much more uh, inviting yeah. than having Walter Hamada and his bad ro bad robot universe <laughs> <laughs> and his Hamada burgers. Well, you know, I forgot, uh, you weren't yeah. around um, when, I, when, I, when Sil and I discussed this, uh, but Walter Hamada was really hoping that Jeff Johns would be his Kevin Feige yeah. uh, creative right-hand man uh, because he knows nothing about comic books. Hamada doesn't know anything. 
<laughs> Given his position, it's really ironic. But what, what do you expect from Warner Brothers to hire somebody? Um, you know, he he's a fiscal conservative. It's really it's all about budgets with him, and then that's why he likes the trench so much. It's horror. He that's his natural element. Yeah, it's low budget horror. He knows that you know front and back. But he was hoping that Jeff Johns would be, hey, you know, how do we put this together? And the fact that Johns is not aboard, he's completely lost. And that's why he likes the multiverse so much. Let the directors decide what they want to do. Yeah. Hey, JJ, what do you want to do? Hey, go ahead. Go for it. It's your idea. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, uh, Je- uh, sorry. Jedi Master EJ says, lol, her mad stealing Zack steaks to, <laughs> to make more burgers. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> do, do you have the hermadaburger.com uh, uh, clip, James, to, to put up? Because <laughs> that's yeah, a good I, one. I sh- burger. On today's episode, we have a contest from hamadaburger.com. Organically sourced, 100% BS. Enter to win a Hamada Burger t-shirt or mug. All you have to do is like, subscribe, and comment your preference of a tea or mug. Bonus points for suggesting a menu item. Hamadaburger.com. You'll like it because we told you to. Hamada Burger. Hey James, James, I'm seeing your Hamada Burger on se- several different YouTube channels now. <laughs> like, it's not mine. I don't know who did that. I just promote it. What are you like, talking I guess about? Randomly, people are talking about that that site, and it just like I'm randomly randomly watching a YouTube channel. Like all of a sudden, let's just let's talk about Hamada Burgers. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? It's, it's taking off. Whoever started that was a genius. Let's just say that here. <laughs> Right, seriously. <laughs> we just thrown out. I was on Sil shows. I was on your show, right? When I when it was when I threw out yeah. Hamada. Yeah, I was on yeah, your was. show. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was. You had to eat your Hamada burgers instead of Snyderverse, and it just, <laughs> it just really caught on. It just is hilarious. But now, now I'm seeing people discussing that site. I'm like, who did this? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Dan Zigzag, classic Warner Brothers. This whole thing <laughs> is classic Warner Brothers. Like, it is, really, it is, it is yeah. classic Warner Brothers. Um, whether or not anything will change, I don't think it will. I'm going to be honest. I think they they tried changing things and they literally just replaced certain people with the same sort of people. Um, <laughs> exactly. uh, and, and it's just a it's it's a revolving door of the same sort of people yeah. coming in, going out, and it's just never ever going to stop at Warner Brothers. And Corey says, smash that like button. If you could smash that like button, if you're watching, we've got 83 people watching. How many likes do we have at the moment? Let's, let's check that because you've got to check that these days. We've got 30 likes. We've got yeah. 31. So if you could like, if you are liking this and you're watching this, please like. Uh, that'd be really wonderful. Uh, we've, got, subscribe. we've got two dislikes. So I think there is someone in the chat that, that doesn't like what we're saying. That's a rite um, of passage. Yeah. Um, I, I, yes, here it is. Uh, the Up Down 7. I feel like you guys are being willfully ignorant about how Hollywood works. It's rich people saying stupid things to get other slightly less rich people to do stupid things. Well, you're not wrong, but that's not all there is to it. I mean, yes, exa- yeah, exactly. You're not wrong, but there, there is a degree of, uh, <laughs> of planning that comes into these sorts of things. Uh, they want to make money, and the best way to make money is, to, is, is by being relatively um, coherent in your strategy. And at the moment, Warner Brothers is just not very coherent, and it's, it's a problem at the top. And the, the, this article with Ray Fisher makes that very, very clear. 
that um, there are a lot of problems going on inside Warner Brothers. They're not very, um, they're, they're, they're desperately trying to make themselves look kind of woke, let's say, and they're just not. I mean, there's a load of stuff about Jeff Johns in there that's just dreadful, and a lot of it comes directly from his rep, <laughs> so, which is just hilarious. Uh, but these thank uh, you. Uh, we got 10 more likes, appreciate that. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so did anyone else catch Gal's comments about Wonder Woman's aggressiveness level? Gal is very much on the same page as Patty about Wonder Woman. People keep on missing that. You are totally right. So, a lot of this comes down to uh, the fact that Joss made her more aggressive in, in his version of, of, of Justice League. And um, when you watch, it really does, it, it becomes even more obvious. Uh, when you watch uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, it was more of a continuation of the character from Wonder Woman. Uh, and um, and it's something that, that Gal Gadot was very annoyed with uh, when she was doing the reshoots, and she's made that very clear. Uh, what do you think about that, Mikey? Um, I, I, hold on, Edward. Uh, keep talking. I'm, I, guess uh, something, I guess something in my inbox here. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, I'll keep on talking. Uh, John McIntyre says, right now, at and a deadbeat parents <laughs> and the kids are, uh, uh, sorry, the kids at Warner Brothers are setting the house on fire. Oh, God, you are right. You, you are right. The boy, Kazakh yeah, is Kazakh's, dead. He's dead on about this. I was, I yes. thought this was a nice, subtle thing in there. But you want to go on about that comment? Sorry, go ahead. No, about this comment. So the boys season two referenced uh, Joss rewrite and got a scene with the director um, beating a train uh, black superhero. Yeah, you're right. That that was in uh, season two. If you haven't watched the boys season two, you should really watch it. It's, it's a fabulous show. And again, that was a very kind of meta moment. And it was a, it was a reference to Joss Whedon and that they made that pretty clear. <laughs> That's the original clip. That's the original. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, so, Boo Harley Quinn film didn't know what kind of film it wanted to be. Uh, come on, no, you, you're right, thanks God. You are, you are right. There, there, there's an element of that film that is not. That film's not a brilliant film. Let's be honest. It's not a great film. I never said it was a great film. Uh, I just said I enjoyed it better than Suicide Squad. Um, how bad do you, do things have to get before either AT and T has to step uh, in completely, or do they do an overhaul of the Warner Brothers execs? Well, what Sharma, there's a really good article on small screen about that right now that Edward wrote last week. Yeah, and and I will go into certain aspects of it. The, the, the one of the main problems with AT and T, um, well, not AT and T, but one, well, they're, they're a parent company, so parent companies very rarely step in. Um, they bought Warner Brothers and. Uh, bunch of other properties and then put them all together and created Warner Media. So one of the problems with Warner Media, Warner Brothers is it's, it's just a, a little part of Warner Media which is like HBO HBO Max, uh, TNT, a load of other things all put into one. And that that company Warner Media is not working well as a company because there are just too many egos and too many people involved and too many companies involved. So one thing uh AT&T can do is actually try and break up What's going on? But the thing is, ultimately, they just really all they care about is HBO Max. That's all they care about. Warner Brothers at the moment is an afterthought, and uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if I see if we see AT and T put HBO Max more in charge of movies moving forward. DC Comics movies. We already know that two, I think it's two DC Comics films are being released on HBO Max uh, per year, and that's just HBO Max exclusives. Um, so that to me is proof that AT and T is relying and focusing more on HBO Max rather than Warner Brothers Pictures. And I think Warner Brothers Pictures is probably realizing this fact and might be a bit panicked by it. 
Uh, and I think the pandemic also is a is a reason here as well as people um, companies are seeing direct to consumer as being more viable in the future, as opposed to releasing things in cinemas. Uh, yeah, after, I, agree, I agree with you there. I really think HBO Max is going to take center stage. Yeah. Um, above Warner Brothers Pictures, it really AT and T that that's their that's their baby. Yeah. Well, AT and T really care about HBO Max, and that's one yeah. of the reasons why they bought. Uh, Warner Media or Time Warner at the time. Yeah. And Warner Brothers hasn't been the same in years. It hasn't been. No, it hasn't been. It's, it's been in. It's been in disarray for years now. And uh, in, unless they can bring in somebody, and they were hoping that Hamada was going to be that person, and before that they were hoping it was going to be Jeff Johns. But it's just these people have proven to be um, pretty inept and uh, <laughs> just haven't been able to do the job they were hired for. Unfortunately. Well, you know, I was talking to Matt Jarbo the other day, and he said that Warner Brothers was once his favorite Who? film Who? studio. <laughs> was, once his, it was once his favorite, favorite film studio and same here i, I used to love warner yeah brothers. yeah warner brothers made some of the best i mean they made oh the God. dark Knight trilogy so blade runner i mean blade runner yeah warner brothers movie oh, mad almost, max road warrior i mean yeah there's so many great movies they were a prestige hollywood uh, hollywood studio for decades yeah. and decades yeah. and they just kind of i don't know all these regime changes and <clears throat> promoting people mm -hmm. and demoting people just didn't help in the last six years <laughs> and uh, after... it kind of went downhill at the same time DC Comics went downhill too. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Warner Brothers in the seventies and eighties, they were still a very good company. They were the they were the best, in my opinion, the best film studio around. Um, and here we go. Arthur Moosey says, "I'm so sad for the actor who's going to play Our Man." <laughs> I hope I'm, I hope I'm not going to be cast as Our Man. I hope that's not my role. <laughs> uh, How do we know it's an Our Man and an Our Girl? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Go into that one again. Uh, by the beard of Zeus, I love that name. I'd rather have a, a steak from the Snyder <laughs> Food Truck Parks in the Hamada Burger lot rather than the actual Hamada Burger. And, I would. And I do think that moving forward, there are Snyder Cuts uh, steaks available at Hamada Burger. <laughs> uh, so if you if you like uh, a good steak, the 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 air, air cut's been uh, is is no longer available, unfortunately. Uh, what, what else do you have? Uh, I just liked now. Thank you, Sax God. Thank you for liking. Uh, share it as well, if you could. We're really asking a lot from you now. Um, at this point, Warner Brothers executives are rearranging the chairs on the desk at the Titanic, and one of them's playing the 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 you know the uh, the violin. Danzig, that's the code, code of the year, Danzig. That's brilliant. Again, you're brilliant at these things. Uh, <laughs> FP is liked and subscribed. Thank you very much, FP. Uh, who else do we have in the comments before I should go? Because it's late for me. Um, <laughs> uh, cocainum. Should we, should we end on a cocainum, uh, James? We, we need to stay awake. Cocainum. Uh, Mikey's got to drop his scoop first, right, Mikey? Uh, are you going to drop your scoop? Um, should I drop it now, James? That? What's that? Should I drop it now already? Or? Uh, I don't know. People in the comments are asking. Okay. <laughs> uh, if If you can drop it, then do. If you can't, then I mean, I, I, I can do it. I mean, I can easily. Um... Mikey. Pew, 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 pew. Okay, that's my cue. <laughs> yeah, that is your cue. Go ahead. Um, so DC Films wants J.J. Abrams to direct the Justice League multiverse uh, picture. Whoa. And, yeah. And they feel that J.J. is, again, the franchise savior. And, so, and so we've what been I'm hearing about, is that this yeah. is based on Grant Morrison's Multiversity, uh, which I had ah. no idea about till 
people pointed out to what you just described sounds like multiversity. Like, turns out it is. But of course, JJ will have, if if JJ does it, because they don't even know he'll do it yet. They they, they want him to. They, they they feel that JJ is the one who can create a billion dollar Justice League movie um, with the new direction of, of DC films, and they want this to this film to spin off from his Superman film, which means Calvin Ellis will okay. be the leader of the scene. <laughs> and so here's the thing. So they are a team, but not really a team, which means they get together for this one film because they're off in different universes. So they get together. Okay. So are they, are they trying to do more of an MCU type thing and actually introduce these characters in other movies? Because it sounds like... I think I think you said something before about Sasha Kaye. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Uh, she's going to be introduced as Supergirl in The Flash, and then they're going to introduce a load of other 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 characters in other movies probably before this Justice League film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they are yeah. going to do it the MCU way that way. But at the same time, there's no story storyline that's going to thread through their yeah. films though they're just there's like there's like no thanos or anything like that no no kind of uh infinity stone no no or... no not at all no they yeah. no Hamada wouldn't no he's okay well that that, that... first <laughs> yeah that kind of goes against what ansanoff was saying um was that they were trying to make a more connected universe well, okay. well we are uh in the process having many conversations with yeah, it's great. It's great spin control. What she's saying about connected is that the director's movies will connect with their TV spinoffs. Okay. Like, like the Batman will connect to Matt Reeves' Gotham show. Okay. Um, but they're not going to connect to one another. Like JJ's show won't connect with, you know, his just like Dark won't connect with Gotham, won't connect with Green Lantern. They're set in different universes. But let's say... Edward Lauder. Let's say, let's say you're directing the Hour Man show. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for giving me that one. You're, you're directing yeah. the Hour Man. Edward Lauder has started to direct Hour Man. And so Walter <laughs> Worst Hamada's, comic book movie ever. <laughs> Walter Hamada is so happy with, with, with what you're doing, and he feels so strongly about it. He's giving a spin-off show called Hour Girl. So our girl TV show will connect with our man the movie. Uh, it won't connect with James Simon's Amish Bug movie. Okay, so, <laughs> that's of how. Course. It of course. <laughs> that's oh man, this this does not sound like something I want. This is a so anyway, that I do so not how, want. Do you, how do you feel about that? JJ Abrams directing Justice League? With, not good. <laughs> you know, not good. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> welcome to Super Team Megaforce. I am not Edward Lauder. Hey, whenever you're here on my show, so welcome, welcome, Phil. You're here just, just in time for the last five, ten minutes. Yeah, I'm just yeah. here to keep Edward from going to sleep. That's why I said that. Just to fill Phil in, uh, I, I dropped the J.J. Abrams Justice yes. League movie. I haven't dropped the other one yet, so... Uh, yeah. Four we'll, hours. We'll, we'll save that one. We'll save four that. hours. But, um, let's, let's do a, a fire in the comments quick. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that quick. <laughs> Special brew. Uh, four hours. Our man, our man where justice takes its time. <laughs> uh, bit, 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 <laughs> bit, bit, 
<laughs> screw up stars. Yeah, they got the guys screw, screwed up stars. What a win. Yeah, that's a win. Um, and Hamadaburger's in the chat, guys. Insane. Oh, uh, right Hamadaburger. Awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, DLW says JJ Abrams Crisis Multiverse Justice League by JJ Abrams. How did you spell? Is that multiverse? Multi? I can't. I can't. I can't read it. Too late for me now. Uh, Multiverse. Multi. Okay, you should do this more than more than me. Getting a a, a carry, a carry flashback from Danzig's comment there from the original carry. Danzig always comes up with the best comments. I've got to say. I'm going to cry in the shower and curl up into a ball. (laughs) This is rough, Uh, man. So maybe we get Snyder's Justice League versus JJ's Justice League. (laughs) No win that one. <laughs> JJ League. Hey, there's your JJ, JJ League. League. Hey, JJ League. There you go. JJ ding, 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 ding. Again, JJ with an arbitrary League. billion dollar gold mark. Yeah, that's that's what this is all about. That's all they care about. Jar Jar Abrams, the destroyer of franchises. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant stuff, guys. Uh, do, do you have another one for us, James? I'm saddened. This is rough, man. Uh, oh, Hamadaburger's back in the chat. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse so I can just <laughs> so I can just go making hamburgers, <laughs> Hamadaburgers for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah, you, you do that, Hamada. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what else Man. do we? Is that it? Is that it, James? Um, what do you think? Let, there uh, was there was a comment from uh, Rajneesh. Um, he, yes. I can't find it here, but he was saying um, that a lot of people have been writing articles. Yeah, right here. I've seen articles flat out saying not so fast on streaming services. GVK may, might ha- have made the old way of theatrical releases more important than previously thought. Doesn't Netflix have 200 mil? Yeah, there's two words for you, Steve. It's called clickbait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Netflix does have 200 million subscribers plus. Uh, Disney Plus has almost, or, not almost that, but they're getting very close in, in a very mm-hmm. short space of time. Um Again, the 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 way I think the best yeah, Justice League Dawn of the Lens Flare. <laughs> the the best way to look at this is to actually look at Disney's um, investors presentation that was last year in 2020, where they hyped up direct to consumer more than anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they are all seeing this as the future now. Uh, and right. I know, I know for a fact we have actually one of the writers for Small Screen is an independent cinema owner, and uh, he is very worried because his business. He's like, I'm going to go out of business. Uh, he right. hasn't been open now for over a year. So you know, and it's and and after this, getting people into cinemas. I mean, we all know that we will be going to cinemas. I will. Right. I'd rather. Well, we're hardcore. You know? Yeah, exactly. But the majority yeah. of people, if things are available on streaming, they'll probably just watch them at home. I mean, and people are here to pump the brakes on the yeah. Godzilla vs Kong narrative. They only made thirty million domestically, as far as in the states. Mm. Uh, that's not breaking the box office. There, I mean, no. that's great pandemic wise, and it's given us hope, you know, because I want the theaters, but let's, let's not get this confused. Uh, 30 million is not a lot uh, for yeah. as far as American, you know, the states, yeah. uh, box office. So people need to pump the brakes on that. Well, and you also, know, from, yeah, from, from what I've seen, um, there are two kinds of people who go to the movies still, and that's film, film nerds like us. And people who are dating, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I mean, where else are you gonna take your girl? I mean, that's uh, kind yeah. of neutral. Uh, but I think people are just gonna stay at home. Museum. Yeah, yeah well, there you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll stick it to a Hamada, Hamada burger joint, you know. Yeah, uh, but 
you you are right. That also, how many people watched Godzilla? Uh, sorry, um, was it Godzilla versus Kong? Mm. I was forgetting which one was first. Um, <laughs> on on HBO Max in the US, it was quite a lot, wasn't it? It's was three point yeah. Million well, I mean, there's no straight there's no straight number. I think Simon TV said they tracked like over three million households. Yes, uh, that watched it. Uh, you know, Godzilla versus Kong, like Kaiju, like that's that's a huge franchise, so it had to do well. Oh, yeah, and it's a brand um, new, know. brand new film too. I mean, yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's not four hours long as well. Which, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Well. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but Warner man, they're <laughs> jumping all over themselves to get the like. Well, like Warner is jumping all over themselves to get the news of news about how well they right. did. We knew that was going to be here. Everywhere, everywhere. Like, you know, it's also it's barely a Warner Brothers film. Yeah, right. it's more legendary yeah. than yeah. Batman yeah. films. So it's yeah. like, but it's not Snyder right. Cut. It's not Snyder Cut. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, make sure you forget about Snyder Cut. So. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh well. Cuts of Snyder and A are coming in soon. I hope Hopefully. the A. I hope the A steak is coming in soon. The A cut we'll steak. See. I like I like a bit of that. That sounds nice. Um, Arthur <laughs> Mossy says, "I would love it, I love it if Amada got fired, and they still do the Hour Man movie, and there's a scene where he eats a Hamada burger." <laughs> oh my goodness, that needs to happen. Uh, that will literally only happen if James ends up writing that movie. <laughs> you, you do <laughs> realize you do realize that if we see anybody in a DC film eating a hamburger, we're all going to laugh at the theater, <laughs> oh, that's right? a wrap. <laughs> we won't feel the container ourselves. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what else? Should we wrap up with the last few uh, comments? Uh, any news on Snyder Cut numbers? Nothing so far. Nothing. On, You're not like, going to see the numbers. You know, yeah. I'm just saying. You're going to see subscriber numbers yes. from AT&T but they, you know the streamers don't they follow the Netflix model it was a yeah. video on self doing I talked about that but Netflix don't normally uh they set the standard not to put streamers out uh numbers because they don't want to be judged like per program they want you to binge everything not worry yeah. about the Nielsen ratings and all that stuff so yeah. you're not going to see Snyder Cut's numbers but just know I think it's successful and AT&T will let us know I think uh second. I actually have an article about um uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League release in China that's coming out in a bit, and that is eye-opening. Seriously, mm. I've, I've been, in, I've finally, con- I finally was in contact with Fiona. Oh, and, great! Uh, awesome. right yeah, on. and uh, and also some other people I know that live in China uh, and are journalists. And when are you going to print that? That's coming out tomorrow. Nice. I that's coming wait. out tomorrow. So uh, look, look out for that one. It's a, great. it's going to be a long one. <laughs> And I do apologize. Not as long as the Hollywood Reporter article. Well, you know, uh, it's, at this point, it's probably easier to find Zack Snyder's phone number than it is to find the numbers for the Snyder Cut. <laughs> yes. That's we crazy. still haven't found it, though. We have been looking for his number to get him on the show. We haven't found it yet. Uh, so, uh, you know, Zack, you want a Hamada burger? Just to see if he reacts out of space, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> FP says, "How much has HBO Max made off the Snyder Cut? Is it a success?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to Arnie. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a success. It's been a success. Yeah. Um, the numbers speak for themselves. That they, I mean, there are there are numbers out there that you can find, um, mm. and they're all, they're all pretty good uh, for Zack Snyder. En- just engagement numbers, and this is again, yeah. this is a rated R film, so yeah. people got to keep the for it to be on par with. You know, PG thirteen popcorn movies. It's pretty major what it's doing. Yeah, and and sorry, I need to. Okay, go on. Uh, uh, Rajnish 
uh, says, is there a legitimate reason why HBO Max is holding the Zack Snyder's Justice League subscriber numbers back? Or is there a real conspiracy of Warner Brothers saving their own egotistical asses? Uh, <laughs> it's a combination of both. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, like they, they kind of don't really release numbers at the moment mm. because it's still quite mm. new. Uh, but they should do, and they will do uh, for other things in the future. Once um, it becomes a norm, like uh, box office standings was yeah. for the last couple of decades, then it it will become for streaming services. But right now, they're they're trying to get away with the fact that they don't have to release numbers, so they can pick mm-hmm. who they release and who doesn't release. So, Still, and I were talking about this last week, right? So, yeah. right, right. And Investors Day, like I said, uh, AT and T's there. Every Investors Day, they have updated their subscriber numbers. Because uh, they like to put it together, HBO Max with a uh, original HBO, so uh, technically that's forty million uh, supposedly. Yeah. So they're going to pump that up on on the twenty second. Hmm. And Steve Segura said that one. Kind of... I, I have. I can answer that. I can say read the article tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it, uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell you now. It's it, like literally, I could not find any legitimate information on whether. Zack Snyder's Justice League had been released in China or not. Uh, there will be some legitimate information tomorrow. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, to uh, Tutelani, to Tutelani. I can never say his name. I'm really Tutelani. sorry about Tutelani. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Toby Emmerich thoughts dropping Godzilla versus Kong close to Snyder Cut would overshine. Would overshine. Uh, close to Snyder Cut would overshine. However, that just helped Snyder heavily. If you think. Uh, yeah. Well, basically, they they dropped it close to the Snyder Cut too. Yeah, that that is the main reason why they dropped it so close. Hey, uh, GDK is a hit. It's like it, it shouldn't be yeah. about you know Snyder Cut versus GV. Like you know, mm. there's going to be a hit regardless. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A huge hit. That film's a billion dollar movie if the theaters were open right yeah. now. Yeah, the, the thing is, if these were theatrical releases, they wouldn't have released them so close together because they wouldn't have wanted them yep. kind of overlapping their box mm-hmm. office numbers. That uh, they they did this, they could have like. They could have waited to release Godzilla versus Kong. They could have pushed it back, but then I suppose they've got a Suicide Squad coming out in a bit. That, but that's not for a while. That's not plus Legendary longer. wasn't playing it either. I think Legendary yeah, yeah. was like, "Don't mess with this movie anymore." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. exactly. Legendary probably had a bit more of a say than we know about that. They're still right. fighting to get Dune off of HBO Max, so that's a whole yeah, other yeah. Oh, I hope they do. <laughs> Uh, like, I just want to see that in cinemas. I really do, uh, because Warner Brothers are pussies. And shall we end the show there? Great way to end it. Great way to end it. All right, we got uh, the one viewers. Forty-five likes. Hit that like button, please. Yeah, hit that like. Subscribe. We're not shitting. I'm not shitting on you. <laughs> I'm not shitting on you. No. Hit that uh, like button. Hit that like button. I want to hear Amber Heard say that in her English accent. Oh my God. FP, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> hey, Mac, how are you regulars? Hit that button. Over each other. That's, more, that's, that's not Michael Caine. Go over there and hit the fucking like button. All right? You hit it now. You motherfucking hit the fucking like I just told you to hit the motherfucking like button. So you got to do it right now. Do it. <laughs>